Hey guys, welcome to Rihanna's Lens, where I interact with you about the components in the STEM field and introduce you to fascinating people who passionately inhabit the scientific and technical frontiers of our society. My name is Rihanna Malhotra and I'm absolutely elated to share this podcast with all of you. On this episode, I'm joined by a guest who's a student at University of Toronto studying computer science, psychology and cognitive science. She's actively interested in the STEM fields and inspires more women to join these fields. I'm so glad to welcome and introduce Kashyap. Thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to begin our discussion. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. So since you're majoring in the um, in computer science, so let me begin by asking you what exactly is it and what does it involve? Yeah, for sure. So, um computer science is I was like when I saw you were going to ask me this question, I was like maybe I'll find a formal definition um because I like when you study it, you don't really remember like you do a lot of things, but when I was like looking it up, it was just saying like the study of like computation, hardware, software. Um, and I guess if you want a formal definition, you can just Google it, but I can talk about like my experiences in computer science. So most of my classes are coding classes. So we learn how to code. Um, I've built in school, like we've learned web development, we've learned how to make like a different applications, different languages. But on top of that, in computer science, uh, we also learn how to get algorithms and data structures and we learn more deeply about those things. Um, and other than that, we have like very, very few hardware courses. That's not really the focus of computer science. But when you are coding and stuff, it's kind of important to have that sort of knowledge. So that's kind of what I've learned as a computer science student. Um, it's a pretty broad field. Um, after people like graduate from computer science, they often go into software development. Um, others go into like data science, or you could just, um, some people like pursue like a master's or a PhD and they do further research in computer science, which can have to do with like the algorithms and whatnot. All right. That's pretty cool, I would say. And um, why did you choose to take computer science as an undergrad? Uh, that's a very good question. Um, so I actually, I had a very weird experience with choosing computer science. In high school, I was the type of person who loves everything like I wanted to go into law I wanted to be a doctor I wanted to do engineering I wanted to just do everything um and I still am kind of like that I just think that there's every field is so interesting and I love going like learning more about different things um so I applied to when I was applying to university I applied to engineering but I um also applied to some like business programs it was kind of just random so as you said before I go to the University of Toronto and I got accepted for computer science and the way the University of Toronto works is it's almost like a common first year, I would say. So you do your first year courses and for in computer science, for example, you do your first year courses. And if your average is high enough, then you can get admitted to second year computer science. And if they're not high enough, then you have to like switch your major or try again. So for me, I was like, I'll go to U of T and if I hate computer science, I can just, it's pretty easy to switch out of your program at U of T, I could like go into biology or something. So 
I didn't know how to code in university. Like I went into university without learning how to code. Um, and I guess, I don't know if that's uh, common in computer science students. I've met people who have coded. I've met people who haven't. Um, but when I started coding, I like learned to love it. And I, then I, I knew that I was in the right program because when I started coding, it was something that I was really interested in. And I love the way that with coding, you can basically integrate it with anything else. Um, the example I like to give is like, if you like music, for example, you can code an application that has to do with music. Um, and that's kind of like merging your two interests. So I think that's one part I really, really like about computer science. Um, and overall, then after I took my coding courses, I just decided to stick with it. So I think when you said that you were confused between fields, like since I'm a high school, I'm a junior in high school, like me too, yeah. I'm really confused about which direction do I go to? Like I'm interested in so many aspects, especially in STEM. So it really gave me hope that you were yeah. confused about some fields too. I think like a lot of people I know, especially in high school, you're interested in so many things. And it's in university, you're kind of asked to be like, okay, what's your one main interest? And it's so hard to decide. So that's why like I recommend, especially high school students, if you can like take a coding course on the side, if you can't take it at school and see if you like it. Cause if you hate it, then you at least know what to like take off the list. Like for me um, in high school, I volunteered at a hospital and I hated it. And then I was like, okay, doctor is off the list now. Cause I don't like hospitals. I don't enjoy any of this. So I like, I personally thought the process of elimination like figuring out what I don't like was easier because I just like so many things. Yeah, that's absolutely right. But now that your um, main focus is coding, like you transitioned from not knowing coding at all to having a main focus in coding, what is the most challenging aspect according to you? Um, what I would say is, so we, we learned how to like do math and English, like we're doing that for our whole lives. Coding is something completely different and you can't use the same pro like problem solving skills you used in math. And with coding, you have to, it's almost like I like to say a new way of thinking and you have to program your brain to think a certain way. Because when you code, like there's different, it's just a different world. And I think you need to get used to like coding and your brain needs to focus. So for me, I think like when I first started learning, I was just confused as to how, like, like what is happening, how to problem solve in coding. It's a very different world and it does take time. I guess like the challenging part of coding is like you need practice to get good at it. You're not gonna, like when you go to class and you watch your professor code, that's not gonna really teach you much. You'll learn maybe what's going on, but until you sit down and like start coding on your own, you're not really gonna learn much. So it's all about practicing. Like the more you code, the better you're gonna be at it. And it's because like coding is almost like problem solving each time. So if you, like, I like to say, like, I don't think I've ever written like two identical things of code, like everything's different. So the more you code, the more you get better problem solving skills and they're very new problem solving skills. So you have to practice as much as you can in order to be a better coder. So I would say that's something I struggled with because um, especially at the beginning, I didn't realize like that was a thing. I just thought I could listen in class and somehow I would be a great coder, but you have to just do it on your own. So coding is pretty much um, hands-on and mm -hmm, yeah, sure. so um, now that technology is advancing, um, will there be a difference in the way people code? 
So um, the interesting thing about coding, and I will say to like anyone who wants to do computer science or go into software development, is the languages are constantly changing. There's always like new frameworks and new things developing. Um, like for example, I do a lot of web development. So right now the in for web development is Angular. So um, that's just like a coding language that is kind of popular nowadays in web development. Um, but 10 years from now, Angular might be completely vanished and it might be something completely new. So there's always like new languages and stuff. Um, coding languages like vary, but you can, if you know one, it's pretty easy to pick up on another, I would say, because um, a lot of them have very big similarities. So with coding, you kind of have to be like willing to try new things on the regular. It's not like a job where you go to school, you learn things, and you're going to use the things you learned in school for the rest of your life. Um, you'll still learn like, like your problem solving skills will still be important. The algorithms, data structures, that all will be pretty relevant. But the languages you learn may not be the same languages you use in the industry. So um, I think like that's that's kind of what I would say, like people, like languages will change. So you kind of have to be willing to learn. Um, like, I don't know in a particular example, but some languages have died out. So it's it really depends. It's a, it's a very rapidly changing field, as you said. So you kind of have to be willing to pick things up quickly. Right. I also think that uh, code itself, now it's becoming a new world, I would say. Like, it's a new virtual uh, world. Like, nowadays you see everyone on their phones or devices. They're basically yeah. involved inside that code because behind phones and devices, um, it, the background is actually just code, right? Yeah, I think... Um... The first time like I built something, I was like, wow, this is so cool. Like once like, you know, you can build something that people could use. So um, coding is a very, very interesting world. I, I suggest everyone, regardless of what field you're in to learn basic coding. Um, I think it's a very valuable skill. And um, saying that, do you think um, coding will outsmart us one day? Um, so that's an interesting question. Like maybe artificial intelligence. I know there's a lot of debates about like, if we're going too far with like artificial intelligence and making things. Um, I personally like, um, kind, I, I think we are way beyond, like, I think it's too early to say, because I don't think we have built anything that I would say could outsmart us now, but some things do scare me. Like, I think in terms of like um, data privacy. So um, one thing that comes to mind is like Alexa and Siri, because, you, if you say, hey, Siri, or whatever, they listen to you, right? Which means that they're probably listening to you all the time. Um, and that kind of, like, I feel like is a breach of privacy and stuff like that. But I think, like, those are the things that I kind of, like, think about when I think about, like, code and making, like, ethical code. But in terms of artificial intelligence, I, I think we're, like, it's changing rapidly. And I think there's some things we should try to figure out. Uh, I think we've come to the day and age where we don't really have much privacy, like everything's on the internet. And I think that, I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, but I think it's like, I think that when technology has all of our information, um, it could outsmart us one day, but I don't know if we're at that point yet. Um, you know, when you spoke about Alexa and Siri, I was thinking about like just a few days ago, I was like just talking to my friends about a topic and the next year just showed up on my um, yeah. on my social media accounts. Like, do you know how that's possible? Um, yeah, that happens a lot. Like I've I found that a lot. And 
I like it's it's just the way technology works like it's listening to you um I don't think people realize like how much that they can hear and like stuff like I don't know too much about that like I'm just a little coder but I don't know too much about like how much like um Alexa and Siri listen to you but I I've thought about that before if they have to constantly be listening to hear the Alexa or hear the hey Google hear the hey Siri so um it and that's how like they make these curated ads and stuff like that so um it's pretty interesting to me um I'm pretty into like data privacy I think it's like it needs to be a bigger deal than it is but um, like obviously um in this day and age it's kind of hard to like you we have devices everywhere it's kind of hard so um it's very it's very interesting I I think we should like design things machines robots code all like responsibly and ethically yeah I think data privacy is really important because if it reaches a point then uh, that can be really scary and also yeah so um since you code a lot have you successfully coded something before yeah, I mean, I can talk about some things I've coded. So um, in school, like for example, in my second year, we made, we being me in a group, um, we coded um, like a mobile application using Android Studio and Java. And it basically had a couple of games on it. Um, in third year, I helped build a web application with my group. Um, and then I've been to a couple of hackathons and in hackathons, um, I don't know if you're familiar with hackathons, but they basically are like a two day event and you go to like a university and people usually don't sleep the entire time and you just code something in like two days. So it's pretty intense, but um, I've coded a couple things that um, in those hackathons, they're usually not fully complete because they're like two days long. Um, for one of them, um, I think it's the latest hackathon I went to like before COVID and everything. Um, it was something where you, it was like a financial tracker app. So you can see where if, if people owe you money and if you owe people money. And it was kind of like for university students who are constantly like, if someone's paying the bills, like the water bill or something, they can ask, like request their friend for money and stuff. Um, so that's kind of like what I do in school hackathons and stuff. And then I have worked for, I've worked in the industry. So like I'm currently on my I want to, I've worked previously for, I want to say 16 months in the industry and I'm doing an internship right now. So, um, I've been like working for a decent amount of time. So in work, I help with, in my most recent job, I helped with our web application and that was like updating code, um, making new, like, uh, thing like tabs or whatever for the website and kind of like updating the website. So it, like, I didn't make the whole website, but I made aspects of it. So those are some things that come to mind in terms of what I've coded. Wow, that all sounds really great. It must be a good feeling that you can make something that people are using now. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. I feel like um, when you code and like, like I'm currently in the process of making my own personal website and I like got the domain and stuff. And it's kind of crazy because if you go on like my website, it's like exists on any phone or laptop or anything. And I think that's really crazy because it just started from me sitting here writing some code. So I think that's, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, definitely. And uh, since psychology is your minor, do you think uh, psychology and coding is somewhat related to each other? Yeah, so um, a lot of people like, so I'm also doing like cognitive science. So a lot of people think that like, 
cognitive so cognitive science is kind of like a merge of a bunch of things so it's computer science neuroscience psychology and like a bunch of other stuff so it's um kind of all mixed together um psychology is basically like the study of people whereas in computers we're kind of like studying how to make things in computers so a lot of people like merging cognitive science computer science and psychology because it's like with artificial intelligence and how to like make those things that make AI. So I think that's like the link that those have. Um, I personally am not particularly interested in going into artificial intelligence. Um, I think, but I do think like psychology is super interesting. I love learning about how people work and stuff. For me, I think like having my psychology minor was really important because when I'm, when you're coding, you're doing like math courses, you're doing statistics, you're coding. And for me, psychology was almost like a break, I want to say, because that involved reading, that involved essays. And for like, I maybe have like one or two psych courses like a semester. And that's like, for me, that's a good break from all of the like mathematical way of thinking with coding and like math and stuff. So I think like for me, as I told you before, I really love everything. So um, it's like a good way for me to take a take a break. Yeah, like during the day, if um, suppose you get tired of doing too much coding, then you can definitely transition into psychology or essay writing, which comes under it. Yeah. And uh, you're also interested in the STEM field. So uh, what empowered you to get into STEM? Um, I don't know if like particularly I, like when I was in high school, I, I knew I wanted to go into STEMs particularly. I could have went into business. I could have went into law honestly could have went into anything when I was in high school um I think I chose STEM because I I I just enjoy coding it wasn't like for me something that I was like I have to go into a STEM field um but I really do think that STEM is like a good field to go into if you or coding particularly if you are into like problem solving and whatnot um so I think like there was no nothing that really like made me say I have to do STEM but it just kind of ended up that way. And do you think uh, STEM makes someone like a better learner or um, like better at solving skills? Um, I think so I can't speak for other degrees because I don't really like I, I've never really taken in a university English course or anything so I'm like they might have different sorts of problem solving skills. I think every degree you choose will teach you different things and STEM like STEM is so broad like computer science will learn different skills than like a biology major so biology for example will have like a lot of readings and they have labs like we don't have labs in computer science I've had one lab for like my hardware course but it's not really like we don't really have labs or anything like that we have like tutorials but in biology, like you have like your dissections and whatnot. I don't know, biology, I haven't taken biology in like five years. So, um, but like every STEM field has their own like things. So STEM is very, very broad. So I would say that you, even within STEM, you learn different skills. And then I don't, I can't really speak for like other subjects like English or law or business, but I'm sure they learn like different problem solving skills. Um, so I think it's, based on whatever you're interested in. And also lastly, um, after your education, what will your main focus be? Yeah, so um, I think after my education, um, I want to work in the industry either as like a software developer or like a product manager. 
I have my goals change pretty regularly. Um, they've been previously to be like a solutions architect, which is basically someone who creates like how like architects the code. Um, but it's also been to be a product manager or even just a software developer. So I think for me, like I, I've taken some time off school to like do internships and stuff. And I think it's a very valuable way to figure out what you like and don't like, uh, which companies you like, which company cultures you don't like. So for me, um, I think like, especially in as I'm first emerging into the industry, I think I want to try new things and see what I like and don't like. I think that's what my plan is in general. And overall, like I don't have like any set plan after university. It's more just play around, see what I like, see what I enjoy. Yeah, I think that's um, essential because then you would know where exactly you want to go and um, what you would enjoy. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, well, that's it for today. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. It was a really insightful conversation. I definitely got to learn more and it helped me also analyze which way do I want to go in my um, education. Coding seems really interesting now. I would definitely want to check it out. And since you said that um, that coding is essential for every uh, job, whatever job you take, you should probably learn a bit of coding as well. So I would do that as well. Yeah, I think like, um, like now, like I have friends in like life science who say like their labs want you to know how to code. Um, I think like it's just a fun skill to have, even if you don't decide to go into coding, look into it, see if you like it. If you like it, you can do more with it. Yeah, I mean, the future is basically code now, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank yeah, well, you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I think even the audience really enjoyed our conversation. Just to let all of you know, uh, the podcast is now available on YouTube, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Subscribe to all listening platforms and stay tuned for more. Thank you so much, Kasha, for coming on. Thank you for having me.